why I keep hearing music. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. I don't hear okay. any music. Perfect. You know what? I just want to say technology is amazing. I didn't even know you could just go to the person's name and click record. Like, yes. how convenient is that? Yes. I I wanted to make sure that we did it the right way because I remember the first time we tried this, I think yep. we were like sending a link to each other and yep. I found that it was better to like click anchor friends mm-hmm. and like record that way because I feel like it's going to be a lot more stable. Yeah, but probably. Yeah. Wow, that's so convenient. That's, I feel like now <laughs> I feel like now I just want to make more podcasts with you. Like honestly, <laughs> truly, so like it's easy. so easy. Like it, wow. it ain't nothing to it but a chicken wing. You know what I mean? Nothing to it but a chicken wing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, well, what are we? What are we? How are we gonna? Uh, this is your like... show, so you introduce <laughs> yourself, and then you introduce me. Okay, but since this is my show, I get to decide how we're going to do this. You're the main character. I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself first, and then I'll introduce myself. Even though that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't. I just... It doesn't. It doesn't. Fine. Okay, whatever. Um, Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Um, You all probably know me, but if you don't, I am Hannah. um, And uh, this is my podcast, Young Women After God's Heart. Um, And I'm here with my best friend, Kamari. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Kamari. Thank you for having me. Like, I just feel so, like, first of all, honored. First and foremost, giving, you know, honor to Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Anyways, thank you for having me on the podcast. If you guys don't know me, my name is Kamari, and I am indeed Hannah's best friend. And, you know, we're here today, and I'm happy to be here today so that we can talk about things today. Yep. And just to give you a little background, um on Kamari Kamari I just have like a few just random questions that I would like to no, ask you no. yeah, uh, yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> just to get just to get everyone a little warmed up for those who haven't um had the pleasure of listening to you yet so my first question is if you had to remove any key from your laptop keyboard what key would you remove actually what top five keys would you remove Okay, I have to go over to my laptop keyboard because <laughs> I'm not really sure, you know, like, what it could be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so I'm looking at the keyboard. I'm looking at the keyboard. And I was seeing that I would want to delete. I would want to delete the alt button. Okay. I would want to delete. <laughs> yes. Okay. I would want to delete. Um... Um, I would want to delete. It's like I'm trying to think of the things that I don't use that often. Mm. Q, the Q, Q button. <laughs> I would want to delete. Nah, I use tab a lot. I I do use tab a lot. I would want to delete airplane mode because I barely use that. That's yeah. a button, and you and can then, also just use your mouse to click it yes. as an option on your computer. Yes. Yes, and then this empty button that just says FS, but it has nothing on it, so I feel like there's no other usage. <laughs> and um, the, uh, how should I say, uh, I want to say <clears throat> the, uh, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and this other, like, accent button over here because I don't type in Spanish or any other language so I wouldn't need that accent button. The NEA and the other mm. accent. I wouldn't you need that. You actually have that on your keyboard. That's so cool. Yeah, far left. Far left. Far left. Wow. I 
I wish I had that on my keyboard because I have to like switch it. Uh-huh. And so it's like a, it's a whole different configuration on the keyboard. Like sometimes, because I put on, when I was setting up my computer, I mm-hmm. put like the English keyboard and the Spanish keyboard. Cause I just thought, oh, it'll just tr- like make one of the keys in yay. No, it turned everything no. like around. Like I was typing one day and all of a sudden, like the things I normally type to like spell a word, mm-hmm. it was like putting up like, it was using different letters and it was using different like symbols. And I was like, what is going on? Like I literally thought my computer was malfunctioning. And then I looked Mm -hmm. over and it was because I was on a Spanish keyboard. And I was like, why did they change like the whole entire thing? Like they should have just changed the buttons that are around the letters, but then kept the letters the same. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like you're asking for too much. You know what I I mean? I might be too much for that to take place. You know what I mean? It's just like, Uh, you get what you can get, but. And you don't throw a fit. But yeah. I wanted to throw a fit, and I almost so bad. did. I did. I almost did. Um. I yeah. It was just a lot, and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to handle all this stuff. I would say the top five keys that I would remove from my keyboard is like all the ones at the top that are F N or like F eleven. Yeah, F12. All like, I don't use any of those. I don't know what those mean. I've it's never even discovered. Oh, <laughs> I'm just fine. I don't know. I don't know for sure. I just said what I felt. And then people who heart. actually people who actually use those keys and are not hackers are like, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would just remove all of those because I really don't use them and I don't know what the purpose of them is for. I agree. Maybe if I learned them, it might be beneficial, but that would actually require like time and energy yeah. and effort. And well, yeah, who wants that? <laughs> All right. Well, I think everyone's pretty warmed up and that was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. So we can just go ahead and jump right in. Would we like to start off in a prayer and then we can yes. go ahead and jump into the topic of the day? Let's go ahead. All right. Dear Lord, thank you for bringing us here today. Uh, we thank you for allowing this opportunity to once again join together in a podcast. God, we thank you for the convenience of just being able to we go to her name and click it. Like that is so amazing like who would have thought who would have thought like who would have thought that people are sitting at anchor right now trying to create more efficient Mm -hmm. ways for people to use their app and then Mm -hmm. it would bless us so richly like that Mm -hmm. is just amazing and so thank you Lord, for that um I also want to just thank you for this day thank you for your faithfulness thank you for once again reminding us of who you are and bringing us together as best friends to talk through and process some of the things that we have been learning about ourselves about each other and about you and ultimately, I just want to also ask that you help my legs to stop itching so much because I don't know why, but I think I might be having like stop itching in it, the name it, of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, <laughs> I think I might be having like an allergy thing going on. Mm-hmm. But uh, my legs are itching, and so yeah, it's not good. It's not good. I'm gonna pass the baton over to Kamari. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the opportunity to gather here today. I am like legit. Like I'm not even gonna lie to you because first of all, you said that that's a sin. But <laughs> besides that, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I'm really excited to be on this podcast today. So I just ask that you would order our words and our steps in your way, Lord God. Yeah. I ask that you would give us so much revelation, so much clarification, so much communication as we speak here on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Use us, you know, lead our tongues, let our tongues lead our body, and let it be at 
edifying, let it be encouraging, and let yeah. it be, como city say, most of all, just, you know, glorifying you and everything that we say today. Yeah. And um, also, I just want to send a special prayer to Hannah and her legs, Lord God. I ask <laughs> that you would enter into her bloodstream. I ask that you would enter up under the epidermis. I ask that you would enter into the hair follicles, and I ask that you would cease all itching in the name of Jesus right now. Every you layer say, of skin. Every single layer of skin. Get down to the very core bone of wherever this is coming from, wherever this itching is. Devil, you ain't got to go home, but you definitely got to get up out of her legs. And so we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You know, it's funny. It's like, it could be the enemy attack, or it could just be the fact that I was outside for the past three hours, and I didn't take my allergy (laughs) medicine before I went. Um, and I also started gardening a little bit, and so like it could be either one. I Allergies or are, are the devil. <laughs> like anything that is trying to stop us from doing what we need to do with the Lord. Like I just, you know, enemy, get on up out of here. I just love when people yeah. refer to the enemy as if he's doing things that they could have easily prevented themselves from doing. Yeah. Like that is the funniest to me mm-hmm. when like people like I re- <laughs> I remember <laughs> this is not funny. This is not funny. I'm not even going to share the story because it's not funny. I was going to try to make it funny, but it's not funny. Um, But people will be like, just saying random stuff and like, they'll be like, oh, but you know, that's just the enemy. I'm like, that's not the enemy, boo. Like you could, you could make the decision Mm. to do something else. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's just so funny. Okay. It could could be the enemy of you. Let it be the enemy. But you didn't have to let it be the enemy. You could have just, you could have just, exactly. Like, I don't know. I it's love it. it's I love funny. It. I'm trying to think of an example, but I can't. But you guys know an example. I'm. We're just going to give you the time to imagine yeah. an example. Because, like, we already got our degree. This is yeah. for you. This we can't do the work for you. <laughs> you have to you have lay to, down. Yeah, you have to work. initiate your own learning. And so mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm, what we're going to give you mm-hmm, the opportunity mm-hmm. to do. I agree. I agree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're joking, by the way. I hope you're not serious. <laughs> we're always joking. 24-7. <laughs> and I'm gonna um, tell you this right now, Hannah. I'm yes. I'm sensing a distance in your voice. I'm not sure where it's coming from. It just it feels a bit airy. So I just okay. want to make sure that whatever you're doing, just stay close to the mic. Whatever you're doing, just stay centered. Okay. Just stay close because it kind of feels you like you're in a now? tube. You know? Can you say hear something. me better now? Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 No. Let's get started. <laughs> which one? I think we'll be fine. <laughs> You're like, fine. yeah, no, yeah. Like, which one? I mean, I could go to my AirPods. I mean, I'm on no, no, the no, AirPods. No, 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 no. Are you AirPods. on your AirPods? Yeah, and I tried to like before I I got Hannah. on. Hannah, not you. Hannah, you're not a disappointment. I just heard in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I hear said. me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I tried to join from my from my wired headphones and when I plugged it in I had the wired headphones in my head but then when you answered you answered and I heard you through my airpods and so I was like oh my airpods aren't disconnected and of course I didn't have the case so then I was like ah what do I do what do I do and so then I just had to make a last minute decision to just put my airpods in so I'll just talk louder so that you can hear me better understandable no I can hear you I can hear you just talk normally Um, I just think that it is probably because you decided to use a non-shackling device but sometimes shackles are better than non-shackles sometimes shackles are it's like anchors you know what I mean like on a boat you have to use a you have I mean on a on a dock you have to use like that rope to keep the boat you know Mm -hmm. sometimes you just can't be free all the time you need a tether 
attempted yeah. to the right source and so yeah. but it's Ooh. fine we're Ooh. gonna move Ooh. Word. okay we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and get into what we need to get into <laughs> today so Hannah, what are we talking about today i hope we said amen by the way amen lord we did. did it i think we did but yeah. what are we talking about amen. today <laughs> um that's a great question Hamari. let's dive into this all right so let's let me see it. what time is it get into oh, it get into it okay we got about 42 three i don't i can't do math minutes to flesh this out and i think that's yeah, plenty enough time. i think that's more so, than enough time today we're going to be talking about leadership right mm-hmm. i have basically been doing this little program that my school offered through a, um, an honors program that i'm in called scatter so they offered this little program for us to do called an emerging leaders workshop where we can earn the certification to show that like we're leaders or whatever mm-hmm. and i was like okay that sounds good it sounds like it's gonna be good on a resume so i just went ahead and signed up for it it's only about like two hours for three days and so i was like okay cool and so i we did our first session on monday and then we did our second session yesterday and our third session is tonight and so i went into it with this perspective of i'm just gonna go here do what i need to do and then get my certification right <clears throat> mm-hmm. And so I get in it and he has us, uh, the like facilitator of this workshop has us like printing off all these materials and like doing these little um, like assessments, like these small assessments just to understand our personalities better and things of that sort. Mm-hmm. And so before we jump into the assessments, which we had to take the assessments before we got into the um, like the days that we were doing it. But like, um, I'm going to get into the assessment later. First, I want to talk about some of the points that he made. And then I'm going to lead into the assessment that I took. So some of the points that Mr. Kevin Ortiz made, I love Mr. Kevin Ortiz. He's great. If you're out, uh, he's probably not listening. But if anyone out there ever knows a person named Kevin Ortiz, who does the truest leadership Institute, he's a great facilitator. And he was saying so many like wonderful quotes. And so I just was writing some of the things down. And one of the first things that he said was that mm-hmm. leader, leaders are not born. Like you don't, you're not just born a leader. Yeah. Leadership is cultivated. And I thought mm-hmm. that was so important Move because it. it reminded me that <clears throat> everyone is a leader. Like everyone has leadership potential, mm-hmm. but we have to cultivate that leadership in people so that they are able to lead in the way that they're meant to lead. Because leadership isn't just, oh, I'm a principal or, oh, I'm a pastor. Like, it's not just those main figure people, but like leadership is done in so many different ways. And so I just thought that was so important to mention. And especially for me as a teacher, it like made me have this passion to like help children understand who they are and use their like assets and the strength Mm -hmm. that they have to help them understand how they are meant to lead. You know what I mean? Because I know personally for me, when I was younger, I was just very like engaging. I was very like enthusiastic, always ready to like do something, to help someone, da, 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 da. And a lot of times I was just overbearing because I was just like always ready Mm -hmm. to do something. Like I was always ready to reform everything. I was such a stickler. But I feel like if I had, like I had people who were able to help cultivate that in me and were able to, put me in positions and tasks that were able to help me grow my leadership skills. And Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's what we need to do as people in general is just to cultivate that leadership in others. And I thought that was something that he mentioned that was really important. And then another thing that he mentioned was that as leaders, we must be conscious and aware and responsive to our emotions and our actions. So we not only need to be conscious of what we're doing, but we need to like be responsive to that. So like understanding our emotions and our actions and reflecting on it and then taking next steps, taking action to actually Mm -hmm. improve that or to continue doing that so that we understand who we are as leaders. Um, 
And then he said that in order for us to actually lead other people, we have to understand ourselves. And he said that who you are is how you lead. And mm-hmm. that quote ended it. Like, that was it for me. I was like, I can go home. I can pass up right now. <laughs> That's <laughs> I needed. Because it was just so powerful. Like, who you are is how you lead. And I think I want to yeah. spend a little bit of time fleshing that out. But before we do, Mari, do you have any comments? I'm passing the baton over. <laughs> no, I love everything that you said, especially your point about how leadership needs to be cultivated by seeing our strengths and then building upon that. And I mm. think that that's so true because it's not one style or one look of what leadership looks like. Like you were saying, right. it's not just going to be a principal. It's not just going to be a, a president or a pastor. Leading can go in many different areas and it can be done in many different styles. And it kind of right. just made me think about how, like, say, for instance, our personality types as far as being an introvert and extrovert or like you know how we always talk about you know for us evangelizing and how people always think that evangelizing looks one way oh you need to be outgoing you need to be you know walking up to people and just praying for them on the side of the road and not all the time it's going to look like that evangelizing looks different in many different ways according to who you are and how God has designed you to be and you can still do this but it's just going to look different because you're different going back to his point about who you are is how you lead and that's on right. period. So I love everything so far. Yes. And I mean, like he, he just like really hit it on the nail with that. Like who you yes. are is how you lead. Like however you are, like if you are a kind person, if you are patient, if you are gentle, mm-hmm. that's how you lead other people. You lead others through kindness and gentleness and patience. But if you are a person who is out of control, a person who is like, I, uh, I'm not going to make any specifics, but if you are a person who are out of control, and you are a person who is not mm-hmm. um, like your you yourself are not self regulated, and you mm-hmm. are judgmental and all that stuff like that. That and you're, that's how you're going to lead into your that's leadership the, style. Exactly, exactly. And so another thing that he mentioned was, or I think this is something that I wrote down was that leadership is about people. So it's not just about you and you having a specific position. Like the truest leaders are the people who serve people because Mm -hmm. your job as a leader is not about yourself but it is about the people that you are serving because you are literally over a group of people or over a certain amount of things hi mom and so as a leader you have to um you have to remember that like it's not about it's not a glory but it's about people yeah it's not about it's not a glory position it's not oh i'm i'm the president of like of so-and-so company Mm -hmm. like that is not what leadership is. Leadership is about the people that you are like mm-hmm. helping so that you can help them cultivate their own styles of leadership and yes. help them better understand who they are. And the final point on this whole aspect of like leadership and defining what it is and understanding examples of it is that leaders create the environment that inspires people to grow. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that I was a really this. important point because it shows, it reminds me that like leadership isn't just about, oh, I'm directing people and telling them what to do, but it's also, what are you doing? How are you serving them? And how are you creating this environment that helps people say, okay, now I can learn more about myself. And Mm -hmm. I thought of it like how, like when you think of like people who are like renovators and they're like really good at like designing these really nice home environments that helps people to grow because it says, it gives them the space to like do what they need to do to gives them the space to like, you know, have a nice office where they can work from or something like that. And mm-hmm. it just inspires them to want to be 
doing more or like, you know, pursuing their dreams or whatever, whatever. And so I was like, that's what we as leaders do. We're supposed to create these environments and these spaces. We're supposed to create this community that people are able to be inspired from. And I think that is the truest sign of leadership is when people are inspired by the community or by the physical environment that they are in that you have created and fostered and developed. I I love everything about this. This is bringing up so many like just big influences of what leadership looks like to me in my life mm-hmm. based off of the many great leaders that I had the opportunity to be around. Like, you know, my old Colonel, shout out to Colonel Johnson, shout out to Sergeant Rob, Sergeant Mitchell and the rest of them. Like mm-hmm. they were truly really great leaders. And I remember, you know, just the many great les- lessons that Colonel would tell us, especially because we had a whole like unit talking about leadership. And so it's just bringing them back all of those different types of styles and how so also the way that we lead we all have like our dominant leadership style but yeah. sometimes in certain situations <clears throat> it'll call for a different type of leading you know what I mean mm. like sometimes you're going to need to be interpersonal and you know on the ground level with them sometimes you're going to need to be like you know straight to the point hey this yeah. is what you need to do xyz so on and so forth so I just love this topic it's so diverse and I'm so excited yeah and like there is um this other part of what we were learning where they were talking about how like sometimes leadership looks like being more task oriented whereas in Mm -hmm. some aspects of leadership it looks like being more relationship oriented or sometimes you have to be more tactical saying okay how do we get from point a to point b like Mm -hmm. this is what we need to focus on or sometimes it looks like being more strategic where you have to say okay let's think long term like what is our plan for the next five Mm -hmm. years or sometimes leadership looks like achievement-based where you're like, okay, we have this yes. goal that we need to accomplish. Let's get it done. But then sometimes leadership looks like purpose-based. And so you're saying, okay, I it's not about just getting this done, but it's about mm-hmm. like what legacy are we leaving behind? Exactly. And so there are so many different like dimensions to mm-hmm. leadership that, you know, it just dimensions. flows in front. <laughs> dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> it's dimensions, not dimensions. <laughs> There's so many like different, like aspects of leaderships that it's it's not like Expects. one or the other but yes, it's like I agree it's all of them at different times in different seasons of yeah leadership. and it, it also depends on who you're leading it depends on who you yeah. are who you're leading what the situation is yep. so many factors and so yep. I'm so excited okay so what were the next points that he was talking about or the next points that you want to make that was it for that so that's basically okay. that on leadership now we're gonna go into the actual assessment that I took. So mm-hmm. we took these assessments before we got into the actual like um, conference thing and all that stuff like that. And so those are the points that like the facilitator was making while we were in the conference. But before we were in the conference, I took this like little character strengths profile where we're basically taking this little assessment to understand mm-hmm. our strengths, like what are our strengths as, and how will that help benefit our um, leadership and how will that like help us better understand how we lead right and so then after I took it I was like oh this is actually kind of cool I kind of like that so I sent it to Kamari and Kamari that's you um, <laughs> and you're like um, and like you loved it too once I yeah. sent it to you and so that's like the next thing that I want to talk about is like that like what I, I want to hear your thoughts like what did you what did you think about it when you took it like what were your okay. thoughts on it So first and foremost, I really did enjoy the questionnaire slash survey that it was that it was. 
Um, primarily because of the questions that they were asking, I thought that they were very well thought out and Mm. it it didn't, while I was taking it, you know how sometimes you take surveys and you already know based on the question, what type of, what they're trying to get at. Oh, if I answer this way, I know that they're going to read the results as, oh, I'm going to be like more extroverted. Or if I answer this way, I know that they're going to read it this way. But I don't think that the questions, I didn't really get that vibe as much as other ones when the questions are blatantly like yeah. leading you somewhere you know how you have leading questions and you can like, tell exactly you can you tell can like tell. if I answer this they're gonna say this is what exactly. my result is yeah and so then it kind of like ruins the test because then sometimes you know we always we kind of want to have more desirable traits you know yeah. put out rather than actually seeing ourselves for who we are yeah and um I really liked that the questions were just very intenseful they weren't leading in that way of like trying to get something out of you but really just mm-hmm. trying to get what is your natural response to it and yeah. I liked also that it just wasn't like do you feel you know do you ever feel alone do you ever feel different like the <laughs> do you just feel Indian like person? no one understands you no yeah one, you're just such a trendsetter <laughs> I really like the questions that they were asking too um about like like how just basically where's your your state of mind yeah. and what how would you consider yourself right. in this situation what could you consider yourself and then they had a question um aside from you know those gauge questions of like most likely or this is most likely me or not me mm-hmm. then they had like a free response questions of asking you okay what are, what was the question do you remember how it was phrased nope okay but basically they were asking like what are your two either like influences or your two like um motivators I guess that we could say that um allow you to you know be good in a in a relationship I can't remember what the exact ones were and they had you to choose from a list of things so it was like Mm. hope you know spirituality oh Um, yeah one of the questions was what two things help you to find inner peace or something yes, like that? That was I remember one of that them. one. Yep. I loved the fact that they asked that question and that we were able to like choose from the whole list of like, okay, yeah. is it hope? Is it spirituality? Is it love of learning? Is it, you know, inquisitive? Whatever these things from this whole list, we got to choose too. And we got to talk about and ask those questions. And I felt like, oh my gosh, this is really hitting home. Like, and mm-hmm. this is a, I can make it personalized to me. So therefore it can't really be like a, Oh, because you answered this one way, this yeah. one question, you're this way. And, and it's so, like when you were taking the test, yeah, you weren't like outside, like you weren't thinking about the test. You were thinking about your answers. Like, I'll yes. rephrase it. Like, you know how sometimes you take like certain assessments or like personality mm-hmm. assessments. And as you're answering the questions, you're thinking, okay, I know that if I click this one, this is what they're going to say about like this is what my results are going to end up looking like but with this test I was genuinely just answering the questions like thinking about introspectively and then answering the questions it wasn't like oh if I answer like this then this is what they're going to say because I really didn't know what they were going to say so I I think that shows like how good their questions were I do I I agree so what did you think was it along the same lines as far as taking the test like how did you like it yeah I did I think I've I completely forgot about like everything in the test. Like, I don't remember any of the questions. I don't remember. I just remember taking it and being like, oh, this was a really good test. Like, I really liked it. That's all I remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and yeah. so what were our results? Is that what we're going to go to next? Yes. Okay. I want okay. to share. I want to share. I want to share the first five 
and the last five and why we okay. think we got those. So you can go first. Okay, let me find it first. Wait, let's talk about both of our just... first five and then talk both about our last five. Okay, that sounds pretty good. Okay, I have mine. So my first five, my top five, after taking the survey, they give you a whole list of like traits mm-hmm. that are basically traits. 24 traits. And what do those represent, Hannah? Specifically? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I should probably explain that. So yeah. after taking the test um, or the assessment, they give you, so basically all of us have these 24 traits, right? They picked up these like 24 strengths that are universal um, according to, you know, their research and all that stuff like that. And I don't really dive too deep into like, oh, these are the exact things that everyone has. Like, I don't really care about that. I just like the results. But um, Mm -hmm. basically they were saying that these are 24 traits that everyone has, but it's really about like, you're like, it's not to say like you are weak in certain areas and then there's certain areas where you're strong. It's more so to say like, these are these are the area these are the things that you pick pick up quicker like it's like all 24 of these are like on your tool belt and it's like which tools do you pick up you know easier or which tools do you reach Mm -hmm. for quicker so like when you're in a certain situation which tool is the one that you're going to pick up to use you know what I mean and those are the strengths because those are the ones that you say to yourself I'm going to grab these more often than other ones Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so when we get to like that when we get to that or I'll just I'll kind of explain a little bit more so like my top number one is kindness I know that if I'm faced with a certain situation I'm typically going to pick up kindness out of my tool belt and use that to either communicate or use that to express myself or use that to like comfort others like let's say you're in a situation where you have to comfort others like that Mm -hmm. I would use kindness in that situation yada yada Susan whereas my last one was self-regulation so it's not to say that I'm weak in self-regulation like I don't have self-regulation we all do but it's just like (laughs) if I'm in a situation like that's not the first thing I would grab that's not one of my stronger one of my um stronger characteristics and so yeah so share your first five and then I'll share my first five. I was laughing because I was looking at my absolute last one, my 24th trait. So when we get there, we'll look yeah. at that. But that was <laughs> leaving a surprise. I thought you were going to say it, but I want you to leave that as a surprise. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. So my first five traits was kindness, spirituality, perspective, teamwork, and honesty. And let me read the little descriptions that are under it yes. so that people can get a better understanding. Yes. So for kindness, it says doing favors and good deeds for others, helping them, taking care of them. And I thought that that was very um, on par with who I am because one of my love languages of how I receive love is mm. acts of service. So it would make sense that the way that I would give love or to give, you know, express myself is through kindness to tend to others or yeah. to, you know, approach a situation whatever it may be the next one is spirituality and it says that having coherent beliefs about the higher purpose and meaning of the universe knowing where one fits within the larger scheme having beliefs about the meaning of life that shape in conduct and provide comfort Mm -hmm. and I again I really love this I love that the questions that they were asking I think they were like do you feel like you have purpose in this world or do Mm -hmm. you ever feel like you know you have like a a place and stuff like that and I was like yeah that was like (laughs) extremely me and I like that because that is very on par when I'm looking at situations the way that I approach the world I think that I'm starting to see these traits as the way that we tackle the world as I was saying the way that we approach situations or whatever it may be in the world I do it through I try to do it through a lens of spirituality like what would God say about this I feel unbalanced right now I'm running to God because I need to find peace you know right 
And then the next one is perspective, being able to provide wise counsel to others, having ways of looking at the world that makes sense to others and oneself. And I was like, that's definitely on par. A lot of the questions were like, oh, would you consider yourself wise? And I'm like, ah, you know, I would, I would. <laughs> or would your friends consider yeah. I'm like, I don't want to toot my own horn, but like. They would though, they would, I would. I would like and I'm also I have this huge obsession with wisdom so it would make sense for me for this to come up but I really do I try to give objective standpoints when my friends are coming to me when we're approaching the world like I'm trying to find wisdom while making decisions while seeing things and all that kind of stuff so that's cool and then the next one is teamwork working well or working well as a member of a group or team being loyal to the group doing Mm. one share I have a very sense of like loyalty and responsibility especially when people are counting on me Mm. I I have to bring it because people are relying on me to do something so when I'm in a team or a group I'm definitely there and then the last one is honesty speaking the truth but more broadly representing one's oneself in a genuine way acting in a sincere way being without pretense taking responsibility mm. for others um feelings or actions is that being about the, is it saying that like i would take responsibility for, no, for one's, one's feelings, feelings like you take oh, responsibility, take responsibility for, for my own, your own feelings, feelings and actions. yes yes 100 <laughs> i'm very good stickler for that yeah you do so what were yours um hannah yeah my my top one was kindness as well um i feel like that's true because i do feel like me like I am a person who is like ready to like do actions like to to show people that I love them like Mm -hmm. that's the way that I feel like I express to people that I love them is like I'm ready to give you a gift or I'm ready to like do something for you so like I do feel like that makes sense to be my number one um my second one was spirituality as well so we actually got the first thing too um Mm -hmm. and so yeah I feel like that is true as well because I do bring God into like all aspects of my life so my the mm-hmm. lens that I see things through is through a lens of like spirituality um and then creativity was my third one so it's thinking mm-hmm. of novel and productive ways to conceptualize and do things includes That's artistic so achievement but is not limited to it now when I saw this I was like because when we hear creativity you think of like hands-on activities art. art but what I really thought of was like creativity is really what I do all the time because I'm always creating efficient ways to do things or mm-hmm. ways to do things that'll make things either more be more efficient or make things more enjoyable for either myself or people. and so I do feel like I'm really creative in that mm-hmm. because I'm always coming up with a new system of doing things or like coming up with like a way to like even when I do my homework like I'd be putting like nice you know tables and stuff like that in my assignments just to make it easier Mm. for me but to also make it look nice and look appealing and I this is one thing that I can't stand I cannot stand first of all let me rant for a little bit I cannot stand documents (laughs) that are not cohesive and that are not aesthetically pleasing I can't stand it and I also cannot stand teachers who put their assignment pages on canvas like their little modules when you click modules and you click the module that you're trying to go to and that page has random things mm-hmm. highlighted random things bolded random things capitalized that bothers me like because it's not it does not look good it's just like all jumbled mm-hmm. up so that bothers me um that was a little side note but yes I'm very creative in a lot of the things that I do I feel like um and I also 
think that creativity is also about like the way that I conceptualize things too, like the analogies that I come up with mm. and stuff like that, the ways that I start thinking about God and like how to relate what he, yes. how he is and who he is to like the things that we experience on earth. I feel like that is very um, like representative of my creativity. The fourth one I had was gratitude, being aware of and thankful for the good things that happen to format that mm-hmm. definition hello yay okay <laughs> okay well, okay we're yeah. gonna jump right back in we are. we're not we're gonna, gonna take right too in. many points so it before we were talking because i had to use the restroom so <laughs> oh that was beautiful <laughs> and, I and i didn't know how to like mute myself cool. so i was like yeah okay now i can go okay anyway back so before to we were talking Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Sorry. I just wanted to recap just in case it got cut off at an awkward point. Oh, yeah. So before we were talking about our top five strengths. So, you know, we went over that and now we're going to be at our last top bottom five. Um, our last top five. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead, Hannah. No, you you were going first because you were at uh, okay. 20 and you said it was perseverance. Okay, let me go back. So yes, I was at Perseverance. I think that that was on par with who I am because I tend to not finish a lot of things Mm -hmm. that I start in my personal life. Academically, I stick to things when it has like high stakes. When people are relying on me, I finish things. But when it comes to myself and my personal life, I don't have a lot of Mm self-discipline, which goes along with self-regulating, which is my 23rd one, but I'll go in order. So Perseverance, Curiosity, um, it says that taking interest in ongoing experience for its own sake, finding subjects and topics fascinating, exploring and discovering. Um, I'm not completely sure why that's at the bottom, but I tend to kind of just stay in my bubble and what I know about, I kind of explore that. Mm -hmm. But just being curious, just to be curious, just going out and just, you know, pushing the boundaries everywhere, just want to know about everything. That's not, that's definitely not me. Because I even find like myself kind of even fraying away from like learning about other religions. Like, I don't want know about that even though it's like it's not a bad thing to do but for me I just kind of just stay in my little safety bubble Mm. um and then but I've been getting better at that lately I've been starting to question things and be more curious um and then the next one is bravery not shrinking from threat challenge difficulty or pain I hate pain so I see why that's gonna be at the (laughs) bottom of my list and I hate threats and I don't like to be challenged so that's why that is there I'm not gonna do something if I feel like I'm being challenged so it's gonna be pain and bad like I'm not brave I'm not gonna go and hop off no bridge just because y'all doing it that ain't me even I would Um, say bravery (laughs) and like emotional bravery as well like I feel like now you've gotten to the point where you like are able to confront like your emotions and things like that like that whole segment Mm -hmm. that you're doing about confronting Kamari on your podcast but Mm -hmm. like that is just something recent like you know what I mean like I feel like you're growing in that area but like you Mm -hmm. also still are a little bit reserved sometimes in that aspect of like I don't really want to like talk about that or I don't really want to confront that I don't really want to like you know Mm -hmm. what I mean focus on that you know but yes and then the next one is self-regulation, regulating what one feels and does, being disciplined, controlling one's appetites and emotions. I am so not great at that <laughs> at all. 
Like, if I want something, I'm just going to go and yep. do it. If I don't want to do it, I'm not going to yep. do it. And that's just that. And I'm very much a just go with the feeling. And I, I tend to not have a lot of self-discipline. And again, and in situations where the stakes are high mm-hmm. or something like school, I've always been really self-disciplined with school. Obviously, I still like procrastinate from time to yeah. time. But for the most part, because there's people telling me, you need to get this done or else you're going to fail. And I don't like to be a failure mm-hmm. either. I'm gonna do it you know what I mean but in my personal life there's nobody telling me hey if you don't you know work out you're failing if you don't do this you're gonna be a failure um and if you don't stop eating you're gonna get obese and I'm like yes you're gonna get obese and I'm like (laughs) you know what that makes such a great point because in JLTC I had a great support system Mm -hmm. Sergeant Mitchell will always be telling me Kamari I want you to be more active like I don't want you I want you to be fit you know you gotta do this gotta do that Mm -hmm. so while I was in high school I actually put in more effort to eat more clean to work out more to put in more effort because I had someone that was holding me accountable now that I'm out of high school ain't nobody making me run a mile every single Friday so I'm not running a mile I'm not eating healthy but the second that if I see Sergeant Mitchell again, I'm gonna feel so yeah. shady. Like I done let him down. <laughs> but that's besides the point. No, honestly. So that same. is very true. Um my and the last one is love. Oh, one second. Go ahead. Oh, okay, sorry. The last one is love, and it says valuing. This is kind of funny. Like, why is love at the very bottom for me? Mm. Like, I think it's because I don't express no my love you know. for people that much. Like, I'm just not an expressive person in love. But I really do be loving people. You but do. they just they'll be knowing that I be loving. And you have a different way of love. being close to people too, because I know that the rest yeah. of that definition is like being close to people, and like yeah. you don't like open up or be very vulnerable easily and it's like with the Mm -hmm. people that you're like familiar with and that you do love like your parents and me like you are pretty vulnerable but at the same time you're not like expressive yeah and you're not very like Mm -hmm. intimate in that way like you show your love in a different way so yeah I would say yeah I mean I wouldn't say it's at the bottom I would say it would probably be in the middle I don't know why they put it at the bottom, but I think it's probably... It's because of the questions that they were asking, and it just felt very touchy-feely or super close, and I don't like to feel claustrophobic. Exactly. So that's... And you don't like being close. (laughs) But (laughs) what were yours, Hannah? Um, Yeah, so mine was... My my 20th one was prudence. Being careful about Mm -hmm. one's choices, not taking undue risk, not saying or doing things that might later be regretted. Um, For me, I am a person that doesn't always take a whole bunch of risks but when I do Mm. they always end up miserably no I'm joking (laughs) (laughs) like for example the thing that came to mind was like me skateboarding um how much time do we have left okay I'm gonna go quickly Mm -hmm. um but me skateboarding like I was just randomly like I want to learn how to skateboard because I see a lot of people skateboarding it seems cool I want to learn how to do it so I just took it up Mm -hmm. and did like just random and then I didn't think about the risks or the repercussions of actually not knowing how to skateboard um especially in a place that like you know, a lot of people are looking at you. You start feeling like you need to do more than you mm-hmm. do. And it's just, okay, yeah, whatever. And so. so scrape the knees, scrape the I scrape my knees. I scrape my elbows. It was, like, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, but I'm glad to say that I live to, to tell the story. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I also do say a lot of things um, that, like, sometimes I feel like I would regret later because I, like, am acting on emotion and not acting mm-hmm. out of, like, a mentality of, like, okay, I need to be careful about what I'm saying. And so I think that's one thing that I really would like to do better about is, like, I am really honest. Like, honesty was one of my – it was my eighth one. I am very honest, and I like being honest with people. Mm-hmm. I like expressing how I'm feeling and hearing how other people are feeling. But I feel like sometimes my emotions guide my honesty, and then I may either share something that, like, 
does it need to be shared in that way? Or I'll share something and it's like, I didn't need to share that in this time because I wasn't considering that person's feelings or that person's what they're going through. And I didn't seek God's guidance on that. So, um, yeah, I feel like that Mm -hmm. is a very, that is very, um, representative of me judgment thinking things through and examining them from all sides that's number 21 Mm. not jumping to conclusions being able to change one's mind in light of (laughs) evidence um weighing all evidence fairly I feel like that is true for me because I really do jump to conclusions quite quickly like I remember one time we were at um office we were at um like it was last week I think we were at Mm -hmm. um the UPS store like the FedEx store something like that sending off some packages and my sister had like pulled out her wallet and like the way that her wallet is she can't just like open it up and then pull the money out it's like a little clip on the inside and so all her money's mm-hmm. just flapping around and so sometimes she does that and I'd be feeling like she's like like showing up oh, okay. <laughs> so I was like I was like <laughs> oh no. I was like not you showing off your money and then lo and behold she get her money out so she could put it in this little bin thing for a charity that was on the desk mm. and I didn't even and so I had literally jumped to such quick conclusions and not even considering the whole thing and so I feel like that is like true of me is that like sometimes I really do jump quickly to conclusions but the thing is is that it's not like it's not like, I'm, oh, I'm just judgmental. Like, I do change my mind in light of evidence or in light of seeing a different perspective or seeing something else. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's just judgment is one of those tools that I don't like. Like, judgment, like, thinking things that's through genius. and all that stuff like that, that's a tool that I don't really pull out <laughs> quickly. Like, I yeah. I jump to conclusions quite quickly. Um, humility is my 22nd one, letting one's accomplishments speak for themselves, not regarding one's self as more special than one is. I feel like I do let my accomplishments speak for myself because I don't talk about, like, I don't boast about what I do a lot because I don't find joy in, like, oh, guys, I just got this, that, and the third but I do often think that I am more special than I am. Like, I will be like, I, I, I just being honest, I will be like, yeah, that's it. Yep. That's me. And like, there's like, I, I have mm-hmm. done a lot of accomplishments because I am quite the perfectionist. Sometimes I do have a lot of accomplishments that are like really big accomplishments. Um, but mm-hmm. oftentimes I don't want people to just like, I, it's not that I want people to admire my accomplishments like I want them to recognize it and to be like oh you know like great job like Mm -hmm. I hate when people don't like see the hard work that I put in but at the same time I also would rather have people see me as like valuable and special like love me as opposed to like just seeing my accomplishments pat you on the back yeah I I think that's so and like when people like like my supervisor like she'll be saying like we'll be going through like my lesson plans and reviewing it together and she'll be just like complimenting me left right left right and I'm like okay but like I don't that that doesn't do anything for me you know what I mean like I just want people Mm -hmm. to see me as special (laughs) and that's what the other part of this is I just want to be appreciated (laughs) and so I feel like Sometimes I do regard myself as more special than I actually am because I'm like, well, everyone should appreciate me because I'm doing all of this hard work. And like, mm-hmm. I don't want you to just focus on the hard work, like focus on me. You know what I mean? Like focus on what I'm doing. Yeah. And I think that's uh, not humility <laughs> at all. Not what I'm producing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Focus oh, on me and not what I'm producing, but also mention the things that I'm producing, but mention more so the hard work it's that I'm doing. And it's like, okay, but like pick one. <laughs> Hello. Um, did I go out again? Hello. Oh my God. Can you hear me? Hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me? 
they don't want us to be great. They don't. I just I saw your text that, that had me rolling. They don't want us to be great. We're just going to breeze through this, okay? 23rd, 33rd one with perseverance. Wait, you can hear me, right? Yes. Okay. 23rd one with perseverance. Finishing with one star. All that stuff like that. I don't really have a lot of perseverance. Um, I know that's one of the Kamari's lower ones, too. And I just feel like mm-hmm. I... And it's crazy because both of us have done this together. Where we will, like, start stuff and be like, oh, my gosh, this is the greatest thing. And get so invested in it. And mm-hmm. then we just cut it out. And we're like, okay. And we just drop it. And it's like, we yeah. don't persevere through it. Um, and so, yeah. Um, and then my other one is self-regulation, but that's my bottom one. And I feel like that mm-hmm. is so true for it to be my lowest one because um, I often don't regulate what I feel and what I do. Um, I'm not often self-disciplined and I don't often control my appetites mm-hmm. and emotions. Like if I want to do something, I do it. If I want to feel something, I feel it. Impulsive. Like I'm, yeah, very impulsive in that way, but I'm learning and I have been getting a lot better than I used to be. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I find that self-regulation is not like one of my go-to tools that I grab. Um, and so basically yes. what I wanted to conclude this with is that these bottom five things, it's not to say that these are, oh, your weaknesses, you're just never going to grow in these things. But the last five are either areas of opportunity, areas that are outside of your comfort zone. So sometimes these are things that we choose not to do because they're outside of our comfort zone. Um, sometimes these are things that we value, but we don't practice. So like I value perseverance. I value self-regulation. Mm-hmm. I value humility. Like I love people that are humble and I love, I, I love wanting to be humble. Like I want to be humble, but there's some things that I value, but I just don't practice them. Um, and then sometimes mm-hmm. these are things that you don't value. So for some people, the things that are on this list, they're like, I don't care about perseverance. I don't care about humility. Like, you know what I mean? And that's why that's their lower ones. Yeah. Um, or for some people it doesn't mean as much. Yeah, me. exactly. Like they could say like, there's one of them that's like zest, like it's called approaching. It's called zest. And it's like approaching life with excitement and energy, not doing half th- things halfway or half heartedly. Like some people are like, I don't need that in my life. You know what I mean? And so like yeah. certain things like that, that's just what um, our last five could be categorized into. So either areas of opportunity outside of their comfort zone, something that you value but don't practice or something that you don't value um, as much as you value mm-hmm. other things. Um, so another point that I wanted to say before this cuts out again um, <laughs> is that different strengths are used in different areas of our lives. So different strengths are different. We, there are different strengths that are highlighted in different areas of our lives. So for example, yes. in your personal life, you have more, you may have other strengths than you have in your school life or at your job. And so and, and also like in mm-hmm. your spiritual life. So for me, when I was taking this test, like the mindset that I was in when I was taking this test, it influenced my results because I was taking it from like my personal life perspective. Whereas when I was doing the seminar thing or our conference thing yesterday, one of the girls mentioned that when she was taking this test, she got different results than what she like thinks of her own strengths mm-hmm. because she took this test in the mindset of how she would apply it in the workplace or in school. And so she got different results. And that's not a truly authentic representation of ourselves. That's only one aspect. Only one aspect. So Mm -hmm. we would have to take it in the perspective of our personal life or in the perspective of our school life. So it's not to say that these are just, oh, kindness and spirituality are my only strengths. But it's like different strengths are highlighted in different areas. And then there are some times where Mm -hmm. different situations may arise or with different people, we have different strengths. And so that just goes to show that like, don't just look at the top five or the bottom five, even though that's all we covered today, there's so much more in between and all of that stuff like that, Mm -hmm. that will help us in different areas of our lives. Um, And then a final thing that we talked about was this idea of signature strengths. So 
um, our facilitator had us like Mr. Kevin Ortiz had us writing down like our signature. So he was like, okay, write your signature. And then he was like, try doing your signature with your other hand. And it was just like Mm -hmm. a really good illustration of the fact that there's differences between our dominant hand and our dominant and our non-dominant hand. And he was talking about how our strengths are similar, how we have dominant strengths and then we have non-dominant strengths. So our dominant Mm -hmm. strength is like our dominant hand where it's automatic. You don't have to think about it. No one has to tell you how to do it. You don't have to be reminded. No one has to say, Hannah, write with your left hand because I already know when I write, I write with my left hand. And so you don't have Mm -hmm. to be reminded of these things. It's automatic. It feels comfortable. You instantly go to those things. So for me and Kamari, kindness and spirituality are our automatic go-tos. Like our top twos, we're Mm -hmm. like, okay, we've come to a situation. We're automatically like, all right, let's pull out kindness. You know what I mean? And so I feel like that is like, our dominant our dominant traits and then mm-hmm. we have traits that are non-dominant so these Excessive. are things that we have more difficulty using it seems foreign it's a little choppy you might have to concentrate more it's less comfortable you have to be reminded and you mm-hmm. actually have to practice these things and so yes like it's not to say that you can never write with your opposite hand it's just to say you have to practice it. You're gonna at the beginning. You're it's gonna take exactly. effort, but once you do something enough, your brain, your body becomes used to it. Where it does get to the point where it is an automatic thing. Exactly. Of, oh, we just do this. We don't have to think about it. You know exactly. what I mean? So challenging ourselves to come out of what we're already dominant right. in and start to try to master other things that are that we're not so strong right. in. So that we can have multiple things that we can pull out, you know, like I see it as like you as going back to the tool belt analogy, certain things are at the top of our toolbox versus some things we don't reach for at all. It's at the bottom. And you got to dig. But the more you keep pulling it out, (laughs) more you keep digging it out, it's going to be, you know, on like the elite shelf where like, oh, that's where you grab all the time. And so then everything is going to be easily accessible once you start pulling everything out and organizing things so that everything can be reached, you know? So true. And like one thing that we did also was we went through each. So we had this series of five questions and we had Mm -hmm. to go through each characteristic and see if that's something that we would apply in that question. And that's how we figured out what our signature strengths were like these, because they define signature strengths as like the strength that you own, the one that you celebrate and the one that you frequently exercise. So basically I said like our favorite tool in the tool belt, like it may not have appeared as number as one of our top five, but it is one of our favorite tools to use. And so for me, when we went through these series of questions, I'll actually ask the question. So the first question was, I mean, not question, but like first statement, first prompt was, you feel Mm -hmm. a sense of mastery and ownership when you're using this strength. And so then we went through like one through 24 and we had to like, if we thought that we used that strength, we had to write a number one, um, like underneath that so for example under kindness I wrote a number one because I do feel a strength a sense of mastery when I use kindness and so then I went through Mm -hmm. each one and like listed that out and stuff like that and then number two you find that using that you find using that strength energizing instead of exhausting so if you get energy from using that strength and it's not Mm -hmm. exhausting to you like you would write number two and then like so we went like that number three was you are internally motivated to use that strength and it is hard to stop you from using it number four was you experience a sense of fulfillment when using that strength and number five was that strength is essential to who you are and defines you as a person and so I went through all of them and there were some strengths on here that weren't in my top five but were things that I felt like were my signature strengths and so one of the things that I felt like was my signature strength that wasn't my top five was appreciation of beauty and excellence. 
um, like noticing and appreciating beauty, excellence, or skilled performance in various areas of life. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't only notice it, but like I call people out and I'm like, this is what you did beautifully. Or like, I appreciate you, you do doing really this. good at that. Yeah, like when people do their job well, oh my gosh. I, it's like, okay, you could be the best artist in the world, but if you can do your mm-hmm. job well and make me feel like, you know what you're doing and it makes Something. sense like I, I just I'm I'm instantly like drawn in I'm instantly and falling she's gonna in love tell you and I will yes like yesterday after Mr. Kevin Ortiz like did his thing I was like because I love Mr. Kevin Ortiz like he is such a great facilitator and like literally mm-hmm. the lady who was like over our program like over our scatter program she was like if you guys want to write like a testimonial like you can you know about Mr. Kevin <laughs> and I was like okay so like yesterday I literally just sat there wrote my little testimonial and I sent it on mm-hmm. over because I was like I'm not afraid to like tell people that I appreciate what they're doing and so that was something mm-hmm. I felt like was one of my signature strengths and then another signature strength that wasn't um at my top five was humor and humor is liking to laugh and tease bringing smiles to other people seeing the light side making not necessarily telling jokes and I literally 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 love that like I love making jokes Kamari and I come up with jokes all the time like we are literally creating and crafting our own jokes they're not even funny to other people but it's so funny to us um I love Mm -hmm. to laugh like that's one of my favorite things I love people who make me laugh too like if you don't make me laugh I genuinely don't consider you a friend like I everyone who's in my close circle makes me laugh everyone who is in my community Mm -hmm. makes me laugh and I love that um and I love bringing smiles to other people's faces and seeing the light side of things and so these are like when I was answering those five questions these are the things that were brought up that I was like oh these are actual traits that I also things yeah that I grabbed for and it's not it, it wasn't on my top five like a lot of my top fives also fell into my signature strengths so like you know all they it covered all five prompts but some of them were brought up that I was like, oh, this wasn't in my top five, but I still would pull this out of the tool belt. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that is, I think, let me, let me look at my notes. I was like <laughs> taking a lot of notes during this whole thing because I knew this was something I mm-hmm. wanted to um, share about. But yeah, um, okay. Any any questions, comments, or concerns? No, I love everything. I'm happy for this. I kind of feel just a teeny, teeny bit bummed that we didn't get to like dive into more things um, because we were short on time today. But because of how convenient this is, whenever we feel like talking again, we can always hop on and continue it. Because I think that now that we've laid the groundwork of, okay, now we know that the things that we are strong in, the things that we, you know, reach for the most, we can start taking those and like seeing, okay how does these things our strengths apply in our leadership life and our relationships how we how does it affect our relationship how does it affect our leadership styles how does it differ from other people like I would love to do a separate one going into like application now that we know these things about ourselves and then we can also do some reflection of okay I'm noticing that because I only go for these and I don't use some of these other things that are probably way at the Mm -hmm. bottom that would help you know how can I implement this more? And so just really just diving more into yeah. that, it would be so fun. I'm going to actually write that down because I'm going to say relationships. I want us to talk about our strengths in relation to relationships. And then I also want to talk about our strengths in relation to leadership. And I think it would be fun to explore yes. both of those. But I do know that you have to go because we're running short of time. But that was really fun. Yeah. I'm glad that we did lay this groundwork though because that was 
it was really good. I think we already started making mm-hmm. those connections as we were sharing our top five and bottom five. Yes. So we can just like go a little bit more. Exactly. Deeper, and that'll you know? give you time to explore your signature strengths so that you have that as a foundation too for when we start our relationship yes. and leadership conversation. So that's it. Thank you guys for joining. All right. We will see you later. Um, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Now. Bye. Talk to you later. <laughs> bye bye.